You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here, and we are back. And Gary forgot to take off his headphones. <laughs> he caught me in the middle of berating. <laughs> Got him. He caught me in the middle of berating. Gotcha. <laughs> Got him. We are back with a very special Father's Day, post Father's Day episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, fellas, how was your weekend? Did the did the did the kids get you something to eat? Did the kids get you anything, Gary? I mean, just I just want to know how does that work out when you guys? We, we, I'm gonna dive all into that uh, when I get to what I did this weekend. I'm gonna let Gary go first. Uh, I mean, you can ask this question or just go into what you did this weekend if you want to. Get Gary don't have any kids. Oh, what the hell you mean? I'll, I'll answer. My kids at over at D'Angelo's got me some gifts, got me some pictures. You know, the normal. Uh, <laughs> said Happy Father's Day for me. Uh, all my other kids out there by other couples. <laughs> Said Happy Father's Day to me. You know? So uh, a couple. Yeah. So like six or seven other kids, you know, shout out Happy Father's Day to me because I'm also their father and I just got other people raising them. So uh, he said my kids with other couples. <laughs> so I love it, Gary. I love it. I love um, it. But other than that, didn't really do much, you know. Uh, just hung around. Uh, that's about it, really. So you didn't do anything for your your dad for Father's Day? Uh, no, we I paid for dinner. Like, what do you mean you paid for? Like, you took him out? No, he wanted something different, and uh, so he wanted he just wanted to go pick something up, and we ended up getting KFC. <laughs> this man talking about something. He paid for dinner. Not only did he make him go pick it up. But he got him KFC. You see what we're doing up here. <laughs> hey, I, I told y'all, I don't do holidays. I don't do special days, stuff like that. It's just not so, 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 Gary, Gary, I just, I, I just want to go back. I just want to go back because it's going to set me up for the conversation that I had this weekend that I thought was absolutely amazing because it had me thinking. For Mother's Day, what did you do for your mother? Same thing I did for my dad. Well, what did y'all go? Because I know she didn't go to KFC. I know your mom. No, uh, we actually didn't actually go do anything. Uh, I called her because she was with my with my uh, brother and my nephews. Oh, okay, all right. So uh, that's so you didn't do anything, nothing mm-hmm. this weekend. Okay, so we we've had uh, quite a few heated debates uh, this weekend over Father's Day. And its context. Uh, I, I guess I'll give y'all the most heated one first. Um, I was complaining to one of my friends that Father's Day is underappreciated. Like they take us for granted. Like we get the same stuff. There's no thought in Father's Day. It's more like an afterthought if you compare it to Mother's Day. And, you know, I'm, here I am. I'm complaining about it. I'm upset. And, this friend said, you do know why Father's Day is like not even, it's basically cheated like a redhead stepchild. And I go, no, I don't, I don't understand that because every year, you know, it's the same thing. They go all out for Mother's Day. You even have Mother Day sales. I'm pretty sure on Father's Day, the shit is more expensive than it was on regular days. 
uh, you know. But anyway, she goes, the reason why Father's Day is an afterthought because fathers or baby daddies or guys, if you will, walk out of these kids' lives. And it was more so an uh, afterthought. And I go, whoa, 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 hold up. And she said that there's more, and I don't know, I didn't look the numbers up. She said that there's more single parent women or women that remarry and go and somebody else is taking care of their kid than it is that that uh, mothers that give up their child. Like, hey, you know, I don't want anything to do with this kid. I mean, there's more. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, is that like partially the reason why Father's Day has looked at it like, you know, it's more so an afterthought like, hey, you know, because you could do the bare minimum as a father or a dad and still get the, you know, hey, happy Father's Day. Right? Like, so I just wanted y'all thoughts on that. Do y'all think this that's so, why we don't get the credit? Your friend, we... I believe, is completely wrong. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, you can tell them I, I said that. Uh, okay. I don't think it has anything to do with fathers walking out. I think it has to do with women are the one who carry the child for nine months and they're the one who deliver the child. I think that's why they get more credit because of it, because they do that more goes with their body. They have to, their body goes through more than the father has to. The father just has to wait on the mother when she's pregnant and make sure everything's good and, and make sure everything's going on. That's what their job is. The mother is to basically carry the child for nine months. Their body goes through hell. They have to deliver the baby, all that stuff. I think that's why Mother's Day is seen as more than a Father's Day. I don't think it has anything to do with single mothers or fathers walking. I don't think any of that has to do with it. I think it's because of what they go through to deliver a child. Okay. All right. Tom, which way you rolling, man? <laughs> it's funny you say this because we actually talked about this in our uh, meeting. So we have a marketing meeting for work every week. And every single year, the Saturday before Mother's Day, is dead but the saturday before father's day is lit because people ain't worried about being out late when the next day is father's day because it's just dad but for mother's day you better be ready to go some people don't go out on saturday night so i i don't think i don't know why but mother's day is definitely um i would say more special and uh something that is looked at in higher regard than father's day (laughs) well i also i think some of it also could be because the way society is obviously women are held up higher in that in that sense like they they need to be treated better than men do and stuff like that so i think a lot of that goes ties into the mother's day versus what do you, can you tell me what do you mean they need to be treated better i just want you to expand on that uh i know what you're trying to do uh, you're trying to get me to twist up something i know what you're trying to do <laughs> Things <don't> work, <laughs> nice time nice. not gonna work sir no, no, but no, I, I think it just, I think it has to deal with like, obviously like society, women are, they're not, I guess they don't get treated. They don't seem like they get treated as well in society. Like you're not considered, you're not paid the same, all that stuff. And I think this was a way to Mother's Day that people were like, oh, we need to make sure things are lifted up. And I think that's part of why Mother's Day gets such 
a big thing. And Father's Day, nobody cares because it's fathers. Like, it's men. I think that's part <laughs> that of it. Well, I think it's men. I think men, you're obviously not going to get as much leeway in that way, which is fine. Like, I don't think men care about Father's Day as much. I also think that's another part. Of it. I think mothers care more about Mother's Day than fathers care about Father's Day. I think that plays a big part into it because most fathers don't. What would you rather do on Father's Day? I just want to, I just want to hang out and do nothing. I just want to sit at home by myself and relax, or, or go golfing or something like that. Mothers usually want to do something with the whole family and do all that stuff. So I think that's usually the thing is, men just want to relax and women want to do something usually with the family. And I think that's why Mother's Day also gets propped up because it's more of a family atmosphere versus Father's Day. They just want to just relax. They want to break for a little bit. And I think that's where it all comes. I think that's why Mother's Day looks as a bigger holiday than a Father's Day is. So you're basically telling me that fathers are structured differently. Uh, Yeah, I think men and women are structured differently. Yes. (laughs) That is exactly true. (laughs) Okay. I say that to say this, man. So we went from that conversation to this conversation right here, which is I, I found very interesting as well because I, I didn't think like this at first. Let's say in 2022, uh, Gary, who are you saying Happy Father's Day to and why? Because there's one particular um, <clears throat> friend of mine that believes that the only person you're supposed to say Happy Father's Day and Mother's Day to is your father and your mother. And I go, that's very limiting because, I mean, if you don't, I mean, there's other people out there that, I mean, I don't think there's any criteria in who who says that and who doesn't say it. And then I thought about it and I go, yeah, there is some criteria. So one, I guess the first question is, is do you think it's crazy that there's people out there, I do, I honestly believe that they're crazy, think that you only supposed to say Happy Mother's Day to your mother or happy Father's Day to your mother and father, not other people. So, I do agree that you should say it to your mom and fa- your mom and dad for sure. I personally don't say it to anybody else unless they say it to me, because then I feel obligated to. And I don't yeah, have but kids. you don't have kids. Correct. You mean? I know, but like people do it in a <laughs> what? So, like, I'll give you an example. You know Taylor. Taylor texts me Happy Father's Day because I always joke. D'Angelo's kids are my kids. So people say that to me because I'm always joking with people. So when they say that, I will. I feel like I have to say it back. But I don't go out of my way. Like for you, example, I didn't never say Happy Father's Day to you. In our group chat, uh, your wife said, tell tell Dad, my dad, Happy Father's Day. I said, tell Pops, Happy Father's Day. Her dad. I, saw, I didn't yeah. say it for you. I said it because I see him as a father figure. You're a friend. I don't see you as a father figure. So I wouldn't call, say Happy Father's Day to you. So I think okay. if somebody's a father figure in your life, you can say happy father. But your friends, I don't think you need to say happy father. That's what their kids are going to do. I think if it's a father <laughs> figure to you or a mother figure to you, you say happy Mother's or Father's Day. Okay, what about you, Ty? Um, <laughs> so for me, I sent it to uh, Cynthia's dad, um, my stepmom, her husband. Uh, and you know that's it. Well, you know, if one of my friends said it to me that has kids, I'd say it back to them, kind of like Gary does. Uh, but besides that, I think it's just people that like are 
in that father role in your life? So like like a father figure or mother figure when you say it. I don't like I I, I didn't say it at the time. Right. I would say Happy Mother's Day to like my <laughs> mom. No, I we just gonna breeze over that. I have to think about that. My stepmom's dad. I mean, yeah, my so stepmom's like my mom's husband. My, your dad. My, <laughs> dad, my, step-dad. my dad. My dad was married to my stepmom, and then when he passed away, she got remarried a few years later. So your oh, yeah. husband. So like when, she, when he said that, I was like, "Is he talking about his dad?" Like yeah. I. Actually, <laughs> so it'd be your stepdad. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So your stepmom's husband. So oh. since she's your stepmom. It's your stepdad again. Right. Okay. The stepmom, stepdad. Okay. Man, I, I that's what I was over here processing. I know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, just because, like, you know, since he's, you know, married to her, and you know, just kind of feel like it's a, uh, a good, you know, because it makes them feel welcome and you know, love it, love. Because you know that can be hard. That can be hard coming into uh, a life of other people that, you know. Um, had a had a father figure that was there and is no longer there and you know so just trying to make him feel comfortable and you know we appreciate everything he does for you know our st- our mom uh you know so that's what's there for right so i i don't i don't have a problem with you saying happy father's day or mother's day to anybody that has a child that's in that kid's life so in 2022, I have refused to say it to people, but then I, I've been at a fight with myself because, like, information that I don't know can doom me. For instance, Gary, I don't know you, but I meet you at the store, and I say, hey, you know, how you doing? You say happy Father's Day to me, and I'm like, hey, man, you got any kids? Like, yeah, I got some kids, and I say happy Father's Day to him. But now I, I know that my cousin got like six kids and I in none of their life and he a horrible dad and I'm just like but I know him so because I know him and I know the situation it's different from me meeting a complete stranger and it's just like you see what I'm saying there's a so so my question to you in that aspect so say your cousin has six kids and not in their lives all that kind of stuff if he says happy father's day to you what's your response thank you Okay, so you don't say it back. Thank you. No, okay. thank you. I got you. Thank you. And I, in fact, I, he called me and said that, and I go, thank you, just like that. And he goes, damn, bro, you ain't going to wish me happy Father's Day. And I said it just like this, but I'm I, I'm a, because it was. PG it. You're a PG it. Yeah, I'm a PG it. I'm a PG it. I said, happy Father's Day if you're in your kid's life. If you not, forget you. So, so that that's where I'm at in 2022. Uh, I, I hadn't always been there, but that's where I'm at. That's why I arrived well, there. Well, if you're that way, it's 2022. I can be a father. I have a dog, right? Nah, man. I'm doesn't... a dog dad. What does that mean? I'm, I'm father of the dog. That doesn't. That dogs don't I count. I, as I, I'm joking. I would never count. I know, but there's I a lot of people that say, I you know, agree. I got four babies, and, and they. I don't know. Yeah, uh-uh. they can still be fan, but you're not their father. Yeah, and and what people don't understand is they was like, oh, I'm in charge of a fair baby, and you know, blah blah this and blah blah that. Well, your fair baby rarely, seldomly leaves the house, and as that dog get older, the closer that dog get. When you have a kid, the older that kid get, the farther he get away from your ass. 
versus it's the opposite of a dog. So that's why when people say, hey, you know, my fair baby, you know, you can wish me a happy Mother's Day, a happy Friday. No, I can't. Because at any time, you can go drop that damn dog off at the shelter and be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I, go ahead, Ty. I was going to ask, D'Angelo, uh, did Gary, did Gary, so Gary, you didn't wish D'Angelo a happy birthday? I mean, a happy, happy Father's Day? Father, no, 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 because I'm not a father figure. Not for me, no. Well, the way the way the way he sons you in the cinnamon sugar uh, challenges, I figured you'd have had to say Happy Father's Day to D'Angelo after after he whooped you in all them challenges. Uh, if you go back and you watch, you see <laughs> Rex, I am winning by one. You didn't win season. by one, Gary. We, nah, talk, we talked about this. After the we first season, I have the lead by one. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I still don't know if I believe that. Let, go, thank you, John. you can go back on thank YouTube and you can look it up and you can add them up if you want. I remember there was some suspect stuff going on in there. Uh, there's and all, not to mention D'Angelo's dumb self cost himself the basketball one. So that's, that we'll save that for another time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about Yeah, I shot that. Yeah, I did that to myself. I reverse man. psychology on him. I, I psyched I, him out. Well, did, I, you, did you have any more you want to talk about about Father's Day? Well, I, here, here's the thing, man. I, I just... To all the fathers out there, man, that are in their kids' life, happy Father's Day. Uh, like I, I truly mean that because as a as a kid that didn't have his bio in his life but had somebody step in uh, and play that role, I'm very thankful for that. But at the same time, you know, there's there's a lot of questions that are that linger out there forever. And but for you to be in your kid's life for whatever reason, man, that's amazing. Thank you. Keep it up. It. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> what? I, thought you were, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I, just, I just can't wait for uh, Gary to have kids and then to uh, send Gary to go pick up KFC for Father's Day. <laughs> man, like, Gary didn't even yeah. go get it. He made his dad go. I love it. I love hey, it. Hey, I, I said, I said, what are we doing for dinner? And he said, I want to go get something. I said, all right. What do you want? That, <laughs> that's what. That's how it went. I got you. Gave him twenty four ninety nine. I'm, I'm proud. I, of you, I don't know. He he picked out whatever. I didn't care. <laughs> well, that's fine. Well, I wanted to transition us into a conversation that I do not want to get into LeBron territories. So let's go ahead and put that out there. So if it gets there, it's y'all's fault. But with Stephen Wardell Curry winning his fourth championship, first finals MVP this past week, congratulations to the Warriors. Where does this leave him in the all-time greats? Like I said, I think he's top 10. <sighs> T- top 10 all-time now? Yeah. Oh, he's top 10. It- uh, he had to win this fourth one to get there, though. That's what I said before. I said, oh, he's okay. He's All right, okay. Well, now we pat, we over there, hump. Okay, he's. I I don't think, and and this is me. I, I'm talking about effectiveness. I'm talking about playing the game the way that it's supposed to be played, man. That I've seen with my eyes, man. He is probably five, Gary. He's high on that list, man. Like, so we could go Jordan. You could talk about uh, uh, LeBron. Uh, you could talk about uh, KD. You could talk about uh, Kobe. 
Shaquille, Kobe, Duncan. You can't talk about you can't you can't talk about any of those when you talk about Curry in terms of effectiveness, their impact on their team to the game. Shaq, unstoppable. Steph is too. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You so you can. Shaq was unstoppable when he was playing. Nobody could do anything. I'm just telling you from a guy that watched basketball, there's no big out there. I understand you said Shaq, Kareem. You can name all these bigs that scored a lot of points. Man, I hadn't seen even Giannis when he won the MVP. There was nothing exciting about it. I mean, he can get a dunk or two here. You're just like, whoa. But, like, when shooters get the MVP, it's exciting. It's like watching Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire go for the home run uh, championship. It's exciting. But you say he, like, revolutionized. I would say with your eyes, you've never seen another center like Shaq. No, I have not. Even to the time. There's not even been that thing that close. But but I have seen – I have seen – I have seen people come close. I have seen people come close. Uh, But you you could say – Dwight Howard, he had a couple solid years in there as a center. But not nothing like – not even close to Shaq, though. Shaq was putting up 33 and 15 and like five. I, nobody was doing that. Dwight Howard wasn't scoring like that. He was rebounding like that, but he wasn't scoring 30 points and, a game. And, and just to let the people know, we're talking about with eyes. Like, I didn't yes, see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. I never saw him. So I want to make right. sure y'all, we make this clear. We're not saying that Dr. J and all of them wasn't great players. Yes. You can say, like, yes, Curry's better than Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, but you can say it's close. What? I'm talking about revolutionizing the game. You're talking about how Steph has revolutionized the game because of shooting. Reggie Miller and May Allen did the same thing. Steph just topped them. He was better. He's better than both. I agree. But I'm okay. saying they also I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. saying at the time they revolutionized. Yeah. Nobody has caught Shaq yet. That's why I'm saying that. I think Shaq would still be ahead of Steph if you want to go greatest. So because um, what Shaq has done, nobody's even been able to replicate. Yeah. After him. Now before Kareem, yes, you got guys before Wilt, but like after nobody. Like Steph will time will tell. Nobody will catch his record for threes, but to revolutionize the game the way he shoots, if people ever to get close to that, that might happen. Who knows? We've had Reggie, we've had Ray, who Steph surpassed. You so, think this? I, I, I think and, and I'll, I don't know. I, I'll say this, and then I'm a I'm a move on. Is Steph Curry the Michael Jordan of shooting the basketball? Like, will he go? Yes. He won't. He won't ever get touched. We we're seeing the greatest performance of basketball ever by this young man. You, you will never see another player shoot the three the way Steph Curry has shot the three ever. No, this is disrespectful. Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Okay. Right. So if you don't you're think saying play- he's the Michael Jordan, you're putting him second best. So I'm not going to stand for that. No, he's this the error. Best. Oh. This error. We're talking about an error. This we're error. Talking. We're talking about is he this error is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was that era. Then you have LeBron's era. Oh, okay. Or we had Kobe. We had LeBron. Is this Steph oh, Curry's okay. era? But is Steph Curry going to go down as the best shooter of all time? Jordan was more than just a shooter. Curry is mainly a shooter. Will start Curry I, I go down think, as the best shooter of all time? I yes. think Curry will actually, and I think he might actually go down as the player who revolutionized the game the most. If 
and you know, I could see maybe it comes back, but the way the three pointers are shot now, it's because yeah. of what the Warriors have done. Because, you know, they got all the analytics and all the numbers to say, you know, shooting how many three pointers is actually better than continuing to shoot two pointers at whatever clip, blah, 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 blah. So, but you still got to make them right, which he does very well. Correct. And that's why I think I don't think he'll ever get past surpassed in that ever. So, with that being said, with that being said, is Steve Kerr a Hall of Fame coach? Easy. Yeah, he will. He will go down as a Hall of Fame coach. Not but, even close. I, I mean, can you? Can you? And I'm looking at it like this. And, been and I know, finals you can't, you can't, you can't, four. you can't help who you work with. You absolutely right. right. You cannot help who you work with. But I, I can't help but to think that that man doing any coaching because all they doing is coming up, jacking up threes. So I'm trying to figure out how you a Hall of Fame coach. Is it the team? And I've never looked at. So I look at you know Phil Jackson when he was back with the Bulls. Like how much coaching did he really do? And then I thought the, I thought about Dennis Rodman and that crew, and I was like, man. He did more so babysitting than he did coaching. You look at that Golden State Warriors team. Like, how much coaching is Steve Kerr really doing? You can say that, but uh, Phil Jackson revolutionized basketball with the triangle offense. Right, but that was with the Lakers, though. He didn't bring that with the Bulls. Well, he started to implement it with it, but he didn't have to because he had Jordan. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, so, like, I'm just, like, Kerr, he's been to six finals in eight years. And he's won four championships. Any other coach, you're going to go down in the hall. Then you're going to have that's Hall of Fame credentials right there. And he's still a relatively new coach. I it's think crazy to me. Ten years. It's it's crazy to me that he's a he's the greatest shooter of all times. And we're talking about he's been the six finals in eight years. Very similar to LeBron James. The only, there's there's some differences there. That may be different. I mean, big for a lot of people, but the numbers are very similar. But he's never regarded as one of the top players. He's always regarded as the top shooting player of all time. And I'm just like, damn, when can he shake that moniker and just be one of the greats? Um, I think it's hard because he hasn't. I think I think people haven't been able to figure out how to incorporate shooters into that category because everybody that's considered in the top five other than kobe kobe still he wasn't known as a shooter he was a playmaker and i think they haven't that's why you don't hear all oh, these shooters are in the top five kareem wasn't a shooter jordan he's a he's not he's a playmaker he was not known right, he's right. a, LeBron's he was, yeah. a playmaker he's not a shooter you so like shaq is not a shooter none of these guys they haven't figured out a way to categorize a shooter in that top category Larry Bird would probably be the only person that people have argued in the top 10, top five range that would be considered a shooter, I guess. But he was also a playmaker as well. But he would probably be the closest to a shooter, I would label. Jesus Shuttlesworth, shooter, one of the greatest of all time. No. What? <laughs> He's no, not even in the top 20. Jesus he's a shooter. shooter. I know who he is. The shooter, yes, but he's not a top twenty player all the time. I'm not talking about Ray Allen. I'm talking about Jesus. Shut up. I'm talking about Ray Allen. <laughs> I, I think I think Steph's going to go down as a top five all time once people get a chance to sit back. Because here's you got to think about it too. We've seen Steph Curry 
in an era where LeBron was dominant. So I think we haven't been able to fully appreciate everything Steph has done because of the large shadow that LeBron cast. So so my question then, who would he go ahead of if you have Kareem up there, if you have Jordan up there, if you have LeBron up there, you have Kobe up there, and say you could throw Shaq, I guess. Who's he going ahead of those five? And I don't even know if Shaq's in people's top five. But I'm saying those four are usually in that top five. Who's he jumping ahead of? So, so I, I just I I, I want to. No, and that's that's the hard part. I'm saying like, how, who do you knock out of that top five to put him in there if he's going to be in there at the end? Obviously, it's still time to tell. But who would you be able? Well, that's to put what I'm there? saying. I think you got you got to like. This is one thing that that's we, tough. This that's one thing. Tough. That, this is one thing that we do that is very difficult. We try to judge a player who's hasn't finished their career. Versus people that have like we LeBron. did it with LeBron. We did it with LeBron. I know. I say. I say the same thing with LeBron. I don't think we should say exactly where he's at. I mean, you can say it as he's past people, but you know, maybe Steph hasn't done enough to put himself there. But if he continues at this trajectory, if he continues and wins another championship, two more championships, what are we gonna say if he has six championships, three Finals MVPs somehow, and for some reason they win the next two and have a three what would we say then? It's like, oh, is he be- is he over LeBron at that point? You know, it's just it's 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 difficult. Well, th- that's good to say that you said if he's over LeBron because that means Jordan would be your number one then, because he no, wouldn't be past Jordan, Jordan. Would be third. Right. <laughs> what? Dude, that, you can't say that in the same sentence. And that, oh, if he wins two more championships and two more, that's still not even close to Jordan and anything. No, and I Jordan did in a small amount of years. Oh, but, yeah. Well. But the thing, this is the thing. This is also so like with LeBron. I'm not going to talk about LeBron because I said I wasn't going to make this about. You LeBron. did, and you're trying to. So, so Steph, right, right, you did. I think Steph that. will go down as a top ten all-time player for sure. Right, that's why I said top. 10. Depending on how the rest of his career unfolds, it could be higher. I'll say that. Because, like, for me, if I had to say top five, I'd say I'm not going to give you an order. I'm going to say Jordan. I'm going to say Kareem. I'm going to say LeBron. I'm going to say uh, Kobe. And then I'm throwing Wilt. That's my top five. Steph ain't knocking any of those top five out. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't care how he finishes his career. I just don't see it because all their accolades are going to be better. Okay. All right. Unless he goes on like a fourth Pete and just gets like a nice. Because, because I don't know. Because I don't know. And I, I, and, and I don't want people to think that I'm judging this greatness and I'm not judging this greatness. How many championships did Kobe win? Six, I believe. Mm. All with the Lakers. Yes. Who? who wait. Who, who won six? No, nah, I don't think Kobe won six. Kobe bro. won five. Five. There you go. Five. Three of them. He won. He won two with Shaq. Two without Shaq. Two without Shaq. Yeah. Two without Shaq. Okay. And how many Finals MVPs? Two. Yeah, because Shaq won. Uh, uh, the three when they were one together. Hey man, <laughs> hey man. Yeah, go ahead, say it. Be what you gonna say? <laughs> just, just, I'm not saying anything. I'm gonna leave no, it right. I see it on the tip of your tongue. What you yeah. No, you can say okay. He can knock out Kobe. <laughs> what I'm thinking. You all know what I'm thinking. So I, I don't no. shouldn't say it. No, I agree. He, you you can say he that. Close. He close. Yeah, I can, you can say that. I agree. 
but also he's not even close to Kobe in points yet. He's still like 6,000 points behind, 7,000 points behind Kobe for a career. Like, I'm just saying, if you want to take out everything in the thing and, and around, yes, Steph's going to beat everybody when it comes to shooting percentage because he's the best shooter of all time. But when it comes to points, all that kind of stuff, Kobe got more rebounds. So if you want to tie in everything, it's hard to just limit it to that. And Kobe's got the, the rings. He's got that. And again, and the thing I, I commend with Steph, he's Steph been the same only team. Ring, only one ring ahead of him now. Well, I know I'm saying, but Steph's all the same thing with Kobe. They both done on the same team that drafted him. They didn't go nowhere else to do it. They did everything homegrown. And that, to me, that's more respectful. That's than overrated to me. Uh, yes, of course you say that. but <laughs> Exactly. Here's all the, the other people I said in the I top five were homegrown. Year, if this year proved anything, it's that you just can't throw people on a team and expect them to win a championship because Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden were all on the same team at one point and weren't doing well. I think people well, are you, so you say that, but Kyrie missed what half more than half the season. Right, right, right. That, but, and that's not had nothing to do with play. It had well, when, to do with but the whenever policy. he could play in playoffs, they didn't do well. Yeah, I, I think what honestly, I think they will play better without Harden than they did with Harden. I, I think so too. And then if you also look like who was the other team in the finals, the Boston Celtics, they're pretty much a homegrown. Homegrown, team. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. I think I, that's why I have more respect. Like, and that's why I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a Giannis fan because. He signed a max contract with the Bucks to stay in Milwaukee, a small market. He didn't want to go nowhere else. He was fine with it. So I, I respect that. He won a championship that way. I think he's always going to be contented in the East. As so long as he not, has – if he had Chris Middleton, I think you would have seen the Bucks in the finals. So but do you have their best second-best player. Do you not respect uh, two of the Warriors' championships when they added KD? But they didn't actively recruit him. KD w- chose to go there. <laughs> they're not going to say no. But KD's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go and say, of course you must go yes. to the best team. No, I agree. In the NBA, but you, but you can't knock, but you can't knock Steph, Clay, and Draymond for that because no, I agree. Like KD made that decision. They just took what came to him. Okay. You don't think they played any part in getting KD? Obviously, they would want him, but I don't think they actively said, hey, well, hey, you come here, come join us. They were already winning without him. They were scared of taking on LeBron again and losing again. After Man, you said you weren't going to make this a LeBron. No, my fault, my fault. They, were already, they already won championships. They won, what they, they won, won. Two, without, two without KD? One without KD. And then they, they won, won. They won three and one. They they lost three and one, and KD joined in the next And season. then they won two, and then they lost. They won another one without KD. So they've won two with KD. They won two without KD. Right. Well. I. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch gears because um, I have a question for both of you, uh, including myself. If an older you can go back and talk to a 16, 17, 18 year old you, what would you tell yourself and why? Invest all your money in Amazon and Google. Damn, kid. Locked in. Locked in. Invest every cent you have, everything you own. Get your parents' money. Steal it all. Invest it all in Amazon and Google. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. What about you, Ty? Damn, you was. That was. You didn't even have to think about that. It didn't take long. Um, 
I think Damn. you know outside of outside of the money making tactics. Well, hold, let me clarify before you finish. Time. The only reason why I say that is because I wouldn't have had to rely on football to to, to uh-huh. make a living. My body wouldn't have filled the way it did. I wouldn't have had to deal with all that stuff. I would not. I'd have a. To me, I would have a healthier life in that aspect than I do after I played football. Right. So that's my reason why I went with money because it would have made life easier in that aspect for family and in general, not have to put my body through so much. Okay. What, what about I you, would Kyle? tell my younger self at 16 is go to college wherever you can go to college for the cheapest, because whenever you graduate, it's not going to fucking matter. That's just that's it's true. <laughs> oh, he, I if, felt that, Tom. Unless, unless I felt that. I felt that. Like Harvard, Yale, or Princeton, it ain't really gonna matter. Or you go to medical school, it ain't gonna matter. Right. Right. And it's funny because I, I was having this conversation with uh, Cynthia's. Her nieces were in town for a month. Lord, let's we can talk about that another day. Where you add a a, a three year old toddler to a newborn and a two year old, and was makes for a crazy household. Anyways, she has an older niece that's like 10 or 11 and they were talking about how they don't know what they want to be yet and i was like you don't need to worry about deciding what you want to be yet whenever i graduate high school the job i have now wasn't even a career yet (laughs) you know like social media and marketing was not even a job whenever i was coming up so like i would say you know because it's the craziest thing to me. We, 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 we've talked about stuff like this in the past as far as like guns and, um, you know, being able to join the army. And I see people talk about like the um, student debt relief type stuff whenever they talk about canceling student loans. And, you know, I do agree that there is, you know, some level of culpability that or accountability that people should have when paying back their loans. But the craziest thing to me in those comp, like whenever people post it on Facebook are the people that go in there and say, you knew what you were doing when you signed up for those loans. Uh, so you, you need to pay it back. How many kids at 18 years old know what the hell they are doing when they apply for, uh, you know, thousands of dollars of loans? You, you can't get a business loan at 18 for that amount of money, but so, they'll hand you a student loan. For so that so my, my response to that would be, why are you going for a loan if you know nothing about it? Because I did the same thing. I got a Ooh. loan. I got I had a scholarship and I still needed to get a student loan to help with stuff because I couldn't have what they gave you per month wasn't enough to live off of. Right, right. So, so I saying. still had to get I still had to pay it. But like I researched it at 18 to know what I needed to do. Like, why are you just signing up for it blind without knowing? No, it? no it's I'm so easy to find out. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't matter if you research. something. It's easy now. Back when he was 18, it wasn't as that. It, Correct. That. Yeah, now it's, you can find out all that info. I, I yeah. asked questions. I, I I chose the responsible route to look it up and learn. Before <laughs> so I just said the other motherfucker wasn't they were irresponsible. Oh, no, no, not even that. I'm not saying like people. No, I'm saying if you just sign up without knowing anything, yeah, that's irresponsible. Yeah, you can look it up, but like real world, it's like doing taxes. You can look up how to do taxes and what taxes are, or like money using money. You can look up ways to save money when you're a young kid, but you don't actually really know what that looks like. Like an 18 year old kid, even if you've even if you've paid for everything your whole life, had a job and you have not depended on someone else for money, you have a better understanding. But still, even then, you don't know what it's like to have bills, 
to have a mortgage payment, to have car payments. You don't fully understand what goes into living a life where you're paying all this and then also having to pay that loan debt. It's just you just can't understand at 18, no matter how much research you do. No, but you right. don't have to sign up for it either. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why I say it is because, like, I never worked a day in my life before in high school or nothing because I had played three sports and I played all three in the summer. So I never had a chance to work. So I, I, I never, I had, I never had bills. I never had it. I didn't have a cell phone. I have, I didn't have any of that stuff till I got to college. And then everything was thrust on me because my, I couldn't rely on my parents to help. That's why I got student loans to help buy a bed, all this kind of stuff, because I couldn't do it. My family couldn't do it. We didn't have the money. So I would not have went to college if I didn't have an athletic scholarship. And I still needed help money-wise. But I still took that chance, and I did the responsible thing. I paid it all off before I got drafted, too. So like, it, I, yeah. I didn't get the money and then pay it off. It was paid off before I graduated. Hold up, Gear. Hold up. I I... I, I heard something that I don't think I don't know. I'm gonna let you clear it up. You've never had a regular job. Never, never worked other than professional football in my life. But how did you pay off your loan if you never worked? I took, I took a percentage. In the hell? I took a percentage out of my uh, monthly stipend they gave us and paid back my loan over t- over three and a half years. So you were getting free money and just essentially using it to pay your loan. Yeah, because I, once I moved off campus, they give you more money, and then I had to ration more. So I rationed what we did, and we it, we had a household now. So we had like four people, so it made rent cheaper. And then we all split the bills for food, and so it made it easier that way. And then, Well, it sounds like Gary was play. getting some extra money out there in Louisville. Dude. I wish. I don't know. I was, man, he star. had that NIL deal he before there was right. NIL, NIL deal. That, I was that two-star recruit with no love. Hold up, Gary. I, that explains a lot, bro. You've never had a regular job. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I did odd news like with my brother when he did stuff. Like he did deliver bouncy houses. I'd go and help him set it up. He might pay me 50 bucks. But like that was just whenever I wanted to. It wasn't like something I was going to do. Hey, I applaud you, Gary, because I will say this. I do applaud you for the fact that you used that money to pay off your loan. <laughs> but to still sit here and compare that to, like, somebody that's out there having to work while going to college to pay off the loan. <laughs> like, no, what I'm saying is, like, I was working at the same time. You act like I wasn't working for that money. I got you. But that's the thing is, like, when you play football, that's work. Right. I'm, I'm at football six hours a day, and I'm still doing school six hours a day. So, like, I'm working 12 hours if you want to call it work. Yeah, I'm getting paid scholarship. But like you said, I never used my degree. We'll never use my degree. Right. Like, it didn't help me for anything okay. for work-related. Well, I worked at two grocery stores, a pizza place, and a law firm. I, so I had like regular jobs. So I get it. That oh, that no, explains no, no, a lot, Gary. I was. I was that explains a lot. Have to work, like I. But I didn't. That I didn't explains a lot. Either when I was a kid, like I did sports all that. That's the only thing I did. Only thing I ever did was go to the movies. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't have a car. So like I didn't have. I didn't need gas money. I didn't need. I didn't have a vehicle. I couldn't go anywhere. So literally everything was just focused on school and sports, and that's what led me to get a scholarship. Because I didn't do any of the other extra, extra. If I went to a party or something, I rode with somebody else. I didn't have a car. So, like, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I never had. So you bombed off of other people is what you're trying to say. No, I just wouldn't have went. But then my friends were like, oh, you want to go? Then I would go. Like, I wouldn't. I didn't care. Like, I was. Yeah, he bombed, Tom. He <laughs> bombed off other people. <laughs> well, you got to understand, like, I knew I wasn't going to college if I didn't get a scholarship. So I dedicated everything to sports because I wanted to go to college. Okay. I was the first in my family to graduate. So that was something that I made a priority in my life was sports right. so I could get to college. Well, you I didn't know, know I was that's the thing, too, is like, so you, you just brought up a good point to me. It's like they pump college at a young age as like the Correct. thing you have to do if you want to be successful, which I think that, you know, there are, you know, college is great. College is a great experience. Uh, you get a lot of knowledge, both, you know, book knowledge and, you know, world knowledge going to social college. Social knowledge. Yeah, social knowledge. But um, I think the way they pump it is it, it's like your only option to not be a bum on the street is going to college. That's wrong. They don't pump trade schools, abilities to do that. You know, like the number one thing that I think is huge that people around the you know nation could benefit from is go to a community. If you don't have a full ride to like a four year, go to a community college to do your basic preliminary like English math classes that you're going to have to do because you can do them for so much cheaper versus going to a four-year university because that's something they do out here in texas apparently it's a huge thing where you go to a uh, community college for two years get all your basics out of the way and then you transfer to a four-year university which is just saves you so much money it's crazy i understand that you kind of miss out on two years of the college you know life but you know just further on down the line because yeah that four years is going to be fun it's a blast but depending on where you go and like what kind of scholarships you have, you could be paying for that fun for years for the rest of your life, you know? So, cause it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And I think that that's something that you're going to see shift over these next 10. So it years. is crazy. I do think people should still go to college, but I think the change should be, it shouldn't be as expensive as it is to go to college. You shouldn't hype. Colleges need something everybody needs to do, and then it'd be so overly priced. Like, I literally just looked it up. It says right here, it says, in 2019-2020, the total revenues at degree-granting post-secondary institutions in the United States, any care to guess how much money they made? This I'm going to say, say $3 billion. Time? Yeah, I was going to guess somewhere in the $1 to $2 billion. Okay, well, you're ready because you're all both going to blow your head. $695 billion. Wow. What? <laughs> That's revenue. So you're telling me that they can't afford to make $500 billion? Like, that's, that's the problem. You, you, I have no problem. I, I think people should go to college. But the problem is I think college is a predatory in the aspect of they're overcharging for everything because they, they need to have more money, which they're already making a crap load of money. And that's and so in that just to, just to, I want to clarify so I'm not that breaks down to 438 billion in public, 242 billion at private nonprofit institutions, and 14 billion at private non. Uh, no, it's still no matter how you break it down, it's still more than no. the one, the two, and the three million that billion that we guessed. Correct, but I'm <laughs> I'm just saying like that. How much money they make in revenue is outrageous, and they're saying you need to go. And colleges only get more and more expensive. That's the problem. It's broken in that system that we keep overcharging so much for college, 
if you want everybody to go, you need to make it affordable. It's the same thing we've talked about past with like, if you want everybody to go green, you have to make things affordable. You're still making a crazy profit. Yeah, you're not gonna make 600 billion. You might make 500 billion, but you're still making $500 billion. That's a lot of money. All right. So, so with that being said, I, I, I see that the time will go back and tell itself, Hey man, you ain't got to go to college. That shit, it, you, they overcharge you to go do something. Not necessarily go to college, but just, you know, go to the cheapest one, go to a cheaper version of college for sure. <laughs> like I, I would probably going back. I'd probably skip law school. I wouldn't go to law school because I mean, even though you're not graduating, have that degree. I'm just, I don't use it. And you know, I'm doing great with what I have now. And it's just like, you, because here's the thing. You got a law degree? Lord, you didn't know that. Why do no. you? Hell, I thought you, that's why you a whole criminal out here. No, no, obviously you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell because every time we ask law questions, he never has a response or an answer for us. That's because I, I don't, I exactly, I don't want to chime in on those for that reason. Um, <laughs> but it is funny, like sometimes I sit back and listen to y'all talk about that stuff, and I'm just like, I wonder if I should chime in. But I'm like, no, it's okay. I like to keep that part low key, especially since I'm not actually using it. But my thing is, and here's the thing about that too, is like when you grow up, you're you're pumped as a little kid, like doctor, lawyer, nurse, teacher, uh, army, policeman, you know, like all these like yeah. uh you know, certain careers. Yeah, nobody's saying, hey, grow up to be a plumber. Grow up right, to be a mechanic. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, like, you know, all these other jobs just aren't glorified or, you know, um, and the thing about being a, like, so just for being a lawyer, for example, lawyers ha has one of the highest suicide rates in all professions, like, which is crazy because the amount of stress that they get put under and stuff, and it's like, you don't hear about that sort of stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, I mean, it's just, I think I would go back and, you know, tell myself, hey, you don't have to, you know, know what you want to do and, you know, just do it. Like, because, like I said, when I graduated college, I just applied for law school just because that's what I've thought my whole life. That's what I wanted to do because that's what I've always been told. Like, you know, you take those little personality quizzes and mine was either be a politician, be an actor or be a uh, lawyer. Well, I hate politics. I didn't live anywhere near anywhere where I could be an actor. So I was like, I guess law school it is. So I just went straight into law school. Didn't even think about it. About halfway through law school, I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> but you know, that's it's just what it is. You you can't you can't know what you want to do. You can try. You can have goals. Go for it. But don't be so stuck in your plan that you're afraid to pivot if you realize that you don't want to do something. I get it. If if I can go back. To my 16, 17, 18 year old self, I would tell myself to believe in yourself, but also t let it loose. Bro, I was so careful because, you know, at that age, with a single parent, it was a lot of rules in place because there was no extra help. Meaning, you know, don't get a girl pregnant, don't go out here and do something crazy where. You end up in jail. So it was like you didn't take as I didn't take as many risk as I felt like I should have when I was younger. Now that I'm old and I look back and I was like, man, I lived a very careful life. Like I should just I if I could tell my if I can go back and talk to myself, hey, believe in yourself and let it loose. Cause when you get old, you're gonna 
wish you did all that shit. Because I used to make fun of all the old people. Like, man, damn, y'all old. I still make fun of them now. Like, damn, man, y'all old. You know, geez. And then, you know, me not knowing that these years are still rolling by. And then I look up and then, like, now I'm the old one. And I'm like, dude, it goes fast. As as slow as it seems, it goes really, really fast. I don't know about you, Gary, but it felt like I went from high school straight to the pros. I know that I I played college football. I remember those days. But it, it just happened like that. That four years went by quick. But I remember the first day of camp, bro, uh, at the University of Memphis. I was like, it sucked because it was the longest day of my life. I won't ever forget it because I felt like I was like, damn, why is practice so long? You know, in high school, you know, practice ain't that long. You had meetings, you had practice, and then you had meetings after. I was like, ah, man, this is going to take forever. And then you got study hall. Yes. Bro, it was forever to boom, it's over. Like, whoa, what happened? It was just all a blur. But I would tell myself to believe in yourself and let loose. Let it go. Because when you get old, <laughs> you're going to think about why you didn't let loose. All right. I like it because that's, that's true. It's true. I had something I want to ask you about, Dan. So it kind of went along with, um, you know, people wishing Happy Father's Day um, and all this. Did anybody reach out to you and tell you Happy Juneteenth? Uh, no, actually, no, they didn't. Um, it was really funny because every Juneteenth, my oldest daughter asks me, you know, what's Juneteenth? And I tell her, and she's not asking me because she doesn't know. She's asking to make sure that I know, uh, which is which is interesting. Right. Well, uh, I asked that because I saw a friend of mine post on Facebook. It's like, where are my white friends not wishing me a happy Juneteenth today? And then somebody commented on that. Honestly, it feels like it'd be more racist for me to constantly wish you a happy <laughs> Juneteenth. So what, what do you think about that? Is it more racist to not say happy Juneteenth or to call up your friends and say happy Juneteenth? I, I, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one because I... <laughs> That that's the equivalent, I guess, to me, and I don't know uh, how y'all feel. Like somebody was to wish you, you know, like a no, nah, that's not the same. I I I don't know. It's just it's, it's, I don't think there's an equivalent. That's what I was gonna say. It, it's 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 weird, man, because you know what Juneteenth stood for. You know the the history of it, but then you know somebody's trying to be um, respectful, but don't really know what to say and then they come out with that and you're just like man what just a very similar to wishing somebody a happy memorial day um i this is a completely totally com different conversation but it relates to what i'm saying like memorial day when you tell somebody happy memorial day like that's that's not a good thing it's not a good thing at all because if you're saying happy memorial day you're saying essentially that you know you're happy that this is a memorial versus you know them being here and it's just a it's just a wordplay and with that being said that's why it will come off the way that it would come off if somebody of Caucasian descent was to say hey happy Juneteenth very similar to around Christmas 
when people say happy Kwanzaa because you African American? Like, how do you know what I? <laughs> you just that was a shot in the dark, wasn't it? <laughs> right. Hey, that way. <laughs> Gary, what about you? Since you're uh... one one and a half percent West African. <sighs> yeah, right. Uh, no, I was a little upset. D didn't say it to me, but uh, no, nobody, nobody reached out. <laughs> And I don't know why I continue to keep putting myself through this podcast. I do, I do have Come a on. comment on that, though. Um, I feel like mean? I feel like if you do, like if I if I said that, like I'm why you're just it's dredging up still negative feelings because there was slavery. Like, like I don't feel like I that's the right thing to say to somebody in general. And then like, why do I need to bring <laughs> up that? I know we all know it was a terrible thing, and now I'm letting you think about it again. Yes, it was when the last day had ended, but it still makes you remind remember that there was slavery. Like, where are we like trying to get where that's not there, but we keep bringing it back up. It's the same thing. If you say Happy Veterans Day to a veteran, maybe a veteran didn't have a good experience. Maybe he lost a bunch of friends, and it's not a good experience for him, and he doesn't want to be said Happy Veterans Day to. That could trigger negative thoughts for him, like. That's where I don't. I don't say Happy Veterans Day. I, my dad's a veteran. I don't even say it to him because, like, he didn't have military wasn't a good thing for him. Like, he didn't enjoy the military. So, like, that's not something positive for him. You don't know how that affects people. That's why I don't. I just stick away from saying any of that. I don't say it to anybody or any of the stuff because you just don't know how people are going to handle it. And it's not your place to say it to everybody. Right. I feel like people that do it that. Again, I, people, I think that people, when white people are saying happy Juneteenth to people, if they are, I think you're doing it for just to be, look at me. I don't think you actually care. I think you're doing it just as a look at me because it's a, it just became a federal holiday and now people are made more aware of it. And they didn't know about it before it became a federal holiday. Most people didn't until all this. And now, now it's more like a look at me or I'm, I'm doing something right now. I, I, to me, it's not sincere. Couldn't you also say part of that, too, though, is the education <clears throat> side of that? So um, if you are, you know, saying it or see someone posting about it, someone that might not know about it, like you just said, lots of people didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it does go to educate uh, people on what. So my question would be, then, why wouldn't you, if you want to know what it is, ask somebody. Don't go on social media and just post it without. No, I'm saying. It. No, I'm saying. I'm saying like they might have never heard it at all. Like they yeah. not, I'm saying like they they, they 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 might not even be aware it's such a thing except for they see somebody post it or a company post it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they might. So they'd be like, "What's Juneteenth?" Then they go on Google what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, it's just. I thought it was very interesting. That's why I had to bring it up. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Word the word the wording in twenty twenty two. You got to be very careful how you say things because mm -hmm. you know people take things like unconsciously and then it causes you a lot of heartache and pain. So you got to be careful what you say, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And because this is the end of the podcast, I'm going to tell you guys uh, one thing I did go to that was very interesting this weekend that I was going to leave out, but I'm going to tell you right before we get off. I went to a Kid Rock concert with some of my friends, <laughs> and it was absolutely bananas. Thank y'all for listening. We out! Uh, right. Next week. We'll talk about that next week, I guess. We out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. 
You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 